Want to know why your interiors or images don't look like the ones you see on your favorite social media feeds? What if I said I could let you know and show you what's missing and how to transform your spaces with clarity and confidence? The truth is creating beautiful interiors is simple when you know the right strategies, but most people go about it the wrong way. This is why I created the Styling Masterclass. It's the only program that simplifies the art and science of styling, giving you the clarity and confidence to take your interiors to the next level and attract your dream customers or clients so you can make your creative dreams finally possible. This is for you if you're an interior designer or photographer, have an Airbnb, a homeware shop or e-commerce business, and you want your interiors to look like the ones you see in your favorite books, magazines or Instagram accounts. Come learn how to style using my signature method so you can elevate any interior and create compelling imagery, which is your most effective marketing tool if you're selling a product or service in the world of interiors. Any successful business owner knows that styling is your secret weapon to cut through the visual noise, stand out from the crowd and grow your business. Styling is something that you don't want to leave to chance. In today's world, images are everything. This is why leading interior designers and architects always use stylists to finesse their spaces for photography to make sure they've got incredible imagery that they can use for their socials and website. Come learn how to make styling not only an essential element, an easy way to create content for your socials and websites, but learn how it can propel the growth of your creative business. If you're serious about creating beautiful interiors and a business you love without struggling in obscurity, this is the program for you. I'm going to share my process and give insights that you're not going to get anywhere else because I've been working as a professional interior stylist for the past 15 years. The Styling Masterclass will give you that clarity and confidence you need to take action and connect with your dream customer or client so you can make your creative dreams possible. Go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level to learn more and enroll now. Enrollments are open for only a short time. So please, if you're interested and you're ready to take your interiors to the next level, go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, and each week I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help encourage and inspire you wherever you're at on your journey. Before we start today's episode, I want to let you know that I've created a free mini styling masterclass if you'd like to learn how to transform your home with confidence. I will share the three foundations to create a home you love without making unnecessary mistakes or spending money when you don't need to. Plus, if you join me for this free training, I'll be offering a bonus on how to declutter and organize your home. You'll get all the details on how you can access this bonus when you join me for this mini styling masterclass. All you have to do is register at nataliewalton.com forward slash mini styling masterclass. That's nataliewalton.com forward slash mini styling masterclass. Hello everyone, I hope that you're all well. Today, I want to introduce you to Nicoletta Romay. She is someone that I got to meet through my course, The Styling Masterclass. And 
I really love her work and I've loved seeing it evolve over time and how by really sort of believing in yourself and taking action and taking steps, what you can make happen. So come and listen to our conversation. Hello, Nicoletta. I am so excited to have you uh, on the podcast today. I know that this is not the sort of thing that you normally do, so I'm extra appreciative, as well as the fact that English is not your your native tongue. And uh, But I know that you um, have got so much to share, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So welcome. And um, I'm going to start... I'm going to start with um, just finding out a little bit more about you. So I guess I came into contact with you through my course, the Styling Masterclass, and yes. I love the work that you have created through that. And it's been interesting to see your journey um, since then and some of the things that you've gone on to do. So let's get go back, though, to your, to your upbringing, your childhood. And can you tell us a little bit about where you're from and... Um, yeah, the type of childhood you had, like, did you grow up in the city? Were your parents creative? Where does this creativity come from? Yeah, so first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. It's true. I never I never um, do these things. I, I never recorded a podcast. I'm actually usually a podcast listener. Uh, so it feels quite weird to be talking uh, to your podcast right now. But anyway, so I'm Italian. Uh, I was born and raised uh, in Sicily in a very small town by the seaside. And um, I moved, uh, when I finished my studies, I moved to Milan uh, to study uh, marketing and communication. Uh, when I was actually in, during, during high school, uh, actually my dream was to study architecture. Uh, but then, you know, at the end, uh, I followed um, what was the trend at that time. And the trend was, uh, uh, in fact, to study uh, communication and marketing. And it, it looked like there was a lot of future and a lot of job pos job positions um, in that field and in that business. And so I said, OK, um, forget about architecture. I will follow this path instead. And so, yeah, I moved to Milan. Um, that's where I study. And at the same time, I worked uh, because my university was like giving us opportunity to have internship uh, every, every single year. So and that's how I started to work in, uh, in fashion. Um, so um, basically, I, I had a lot of experiences in, uh, in press offices. Uh, and uh, in public relations agency and uh, everything was uh, about just fashion so I was in in that industry for uh, I would say like uh, four years um, I also had one year when our university sent uh, sent us abroad so I spent like uh, almost a year in London studying and working at the same time always the same uh, feel always the same thing. Um, so basically, my background is more taking care of uh, press releases, uh, fashion shows, and you know, launch of new shops and everything that you know it involves um, a press office. 
Um, where my creativity comes from, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I have to say that I always loved uh, art and drawing, and I and I drew a lot when I was in high school. Um, but no, my 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 parents uh, are not creative. I have to say that. Uh, probably this one comes from my mother. Uh, she always loved interiors. So her home, our home, was always very curated. Um, my father was in the flower business. So, yeah, uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's interesting. I, I mean, I'm always fascinated to hear how, how people kind of get the... Um... The, I guess the creative bug or, you know, the bug for for interiors in terms of the passion for it, where it comes from. So then, like I said, I mean, you, you, we met through my course, but what yeah. did you then do? You were then living in, in Bangkok or in Thailand. Um, so ha what happened between leaving yeah. Milan and, and getting to Bangkok and then, yeah, creating this, this beautiful home in Thailand? Yeah, I, I really a lot of things happened <laughs> uh, because uh, I, when I was uh, uh, in my last years of university, I met my future husband, and uh, it's funny because we were not even living in the same cities. Uh, we in the same city. We he, I was in Milan and he was in Tuscany, and it was really like uh that kind of occasional meetings that you met somebody else through friend, friends in common and so anyway we en ended up um uh we we lived together in italy for about a year and then he said when he, when he graduated he took his degree in economics he said well you know i have my family business in thailand and my family lives there because he's Italian, but he grew up here in Thailand. Um, so he said, I'm, I'm going to move. I'm going to go back there and work there. And, and so I basically took the chance. I, I quit everything and I said, OK, why not? Um, it, it was that I did this choice because actually, um, I was planning, before meeting him, um, I was planning with another friend to move to uh, America, um, exactly to Miami, just to have, you know, uh, an, a different work experience uh, um, abroad. So my mind was already set to leave Italy and, and go abroad, but not, not Asia. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, it was completely not in my mind, not in my list. Um, for me, Asia was something like it, could, you know, you really far away from my culture, uh, from from my travels. Um, and I have to be honest, I I went to the 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 world map and I have to look where's Thailand. Let me see, because <laughs> I, I really not really no, never consider in my life. Uh, the tropics uh, from the east side um, so yeah so we moved together and um, it was uh, you know I was very young I was 24 at that time and it was um, a kind of 
um, cultural shock for me. Um, first, because of the local language, uh, of course, uh, um, I, I didn't speak at all. Um, and so that was an obstacle for me at the beginning. Um, and then everything was different. I mean, uh, uh, I grew up in, uh, in Italy. I'm from Europe. So you, you can imagine all the, the barriers between those, those two big cultures and countries. Um, but, you know, at the same time, as I said, I was young. So uh, I, I guess I had a very open-minded and um, also an adventurous spirit you know, adventurous heart. And so I I took this opportunity to try something new. Uh, so what I did um, in the first three years was, um, I, because I quickly realized that I couldn't, uh, I couldn't follow the same um, career that I was going uh, to have in Italy. So, and this one was mainly because of the of the language. Of course, if you need to work on a press office, uh, you need to write press releases. So, uh, if you're not fluent in uh, in that language, in the language, you you just cannot do it. So, I quickly say, okay, this is not something I I can continue to do here. Um, and and so um, I started to take Thai lessons anyway, just uh, for uh to you know to survive to daily daily situations and um, and it was can I, can I just ask you sorry yeah. can i just ask you so is your husband so you said your husband um his family were had a business in thailand so is he like or his family origin thai is that is that his background or they just had a business there no, no, no. They they just moved uh, from Italy to set up a business here. Wow, gosh, that's yeah. You don't think of necessarily Italian people moving to <laughs> Thailand. I mean, I know that you went for your for your partner, but uh, but yeah, that, I mean, yeah, it's so yeah, different. Yeah. It's like you know the food. Even I'm thinking about yeah, <laughs> everything. Was, uh, you know, his father was kind of a pioneer. Uh, because he moved yeah. in 1983, so at that time Thailand was uh, was really really different. How is it today? Now it's uh, uh, really modern, and you you have access to to many things that more than 30, 30 years ago you didn't have. Um, yeah. So yeah. And do, did uh, your um, your partner or your husband did he speak fluent Thai? Uh, he, well, basically, yes. Uh, he, right, he, okay. he did took some lesson back um, when he when he when he came back here uh, because he, he needed to improve his writing and his reading for you know documents to read documents or work. But um, uh, you know, he came here when he was four. Uh, he never learned Thai, so he, he basically picked this language from uh the the environment he was living in he, he always said to me he always said to me you know uh the only tv i could look at watch at was uh, in thai we didn't have the mm. option on demand you know <laughs> whatever you wanna uh now download that was the tv and it was in the local language so i watched cartoons in in that language and and so yes 
Um, yeah. Can I just ask you one more question? So what, yeah. what industry was the, the business in? So I'm just curious. Uh, well, they, they produce PVC, basically. Okay. So it's like yeah. manufacturing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. manufacturing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah I yeah. was saying okay. that I took Thai lessons um, and then at the same time I was also teaching Italian to Thai students, those that were ready to go to study to Italy, but also to Thai people who was about to move to Italy and open a business there. I also did modeling and acting, <laughs> so it was, you know, doing completely different things that I was doing in Italy. And, and then after three years, we decided to start a family. Um, and so we had three kids. So I guess um, that the creative journey started right after having kids. Because uh, when I was um, pregnant of my second one, um, I, I launched um, um, a blog and um, since having my first kid actually I was very uh, interested in um, knowing children fashion uh, knowing new brands because you know it was a world for me that didn't exist before I you know I didn't have kids so I didn't matter uh, but once I had my own kids, uh, I was attracted. And I was very curious to to uh, find out uh, new brands and, and mainly independent brands, uh, very unique and creative. Um, and so I, I launched this this, this um, blog called uh, Small Little. Um, if if um, my longtime follower uh, are listening to this, probably will remember because this, this is also how I started. Um, uh, I started Instagram, um, and, and so in in my blog, I was uh, featuring, as I said, um, brand from Europe, but also from all over the world, also from Australia. And I was featuring at the same time um, kids interior and kids decor. And I was having so much fun at uh, decorating my kids' bedrooms. Um, and I, I always uh, shared uh, this process, uh, whether it was on my blog or on my East Instagram. And, and, you know, I so I created a, a community around that. And, so the the interior, even even though it was um, mainly focused on fashion, because you know I thought I cannot do what I, I was doing before, but I I still have this background in in PR. So creating my own blog was like kind of doing something little for the pleasure to do it for to to keep me busy and have fun at the same time and. And and also, I was happy at that time. I didn't really uh, think to find a full-time job. Um, I was happy to be with my kids and to to have to have this blog to have something to do. Um, and you know, so this is actually how everything 
Yeah, yeah. It's um, and I think I, I recall that when you started to do the course, that maybe your your email or there was something, maybe even your Instagram handle was still had those words, and that you have now sort of transitioned to using your own name. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I had a different yeah. name. It was Nikos Molito. Um, That's right. Yeah, because yeah, and and then I I think two years ago something like that I decided to to change it because I was taking a different uh, a different path. Well, not a different path, but you know I I I I grew into something else, and so I thought that my own name would represent better what I was doing right now what I'm doing right now yeah and like I mentioned I mean it was around the time when you did the course could I'd really love if you could kind of just share a little bit of an insight into why you decided to to do the course and and kind of some of the key things that you learned in that time yeah absolutely that was I, I always tell you the best decision ever because um you know, during these um, years, since I started Instagram, I was styling. Uh, it was more on um, focus on, as I said, on fashion, fashion, but also on kids' interior. But I was styling, and you know, I I never learned. I never took um, a specific course uh, to learn that. It was just having fun. I also noticed that people were kind of um, interested in in how I was styling, styling, um, how the the things I was doing, and um, and so um, at some point, um, I, I before actually doing your masterclass, uh, I think two years before, I took uh, another work, workshop. Um, and and I and I think I that was also the the um, the beginning of the of the process that took me where I am now. Uh, this workshop basically uh, it happened that I was in 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 Italy in that month that I'm usually not, and um, two of my favorite Igers. Um, were given a styling and photography workshop in Berlin. And, you know, in Europe, it's so easy to travel. They, they have always these low-cost uh, flights that you quickly jump on a plane and go. And I went. And I went. And it was um, very um, important because I developed uh, my uh, photographic eye um and i learned a lot so on those two years before doing your master class i i grew a lot because my photography um got better and so i was and and i was kind of i was also kind of um growing my styling skills as well but I, so at some point when i came across your master class i said i feel like uh, so the photography is kind of okay now, but I feel like I have to improve my styling skills. And so that's how I said, I think 
um, this is the right uh, course for me. Uh, and you know, it, it wasn't just something like I saw in one day and I decided because I, I was following you for, um, I think for a few months, for probably for a year. Um, and, and you know, I think Instagram is such a great tool in terms that um, when you get to know um, and read more about that person, you, you also feel more confident to uh, buy something you know, from yeah. from them, because you kind of uh, um, know that person who's behind, who's going to teach you. Uh, because I, I like searched on on web on the website, and you know, you always have many many online courses that you can do from schools, for example, from university or. Uh, but uh, you never know who's going to be uh, your teacher. So you yeah, don't you don't true. know what kind of experience you're going to get. So for me, Instagram for both um, these two experience experiences were great because I kind of already know who was going to be my coach. <laughs> uh, yeah. and so, it's so yeah. important, isn't it? Yeah, it, it because is. I mean, it's it's totally because it's it's as, as much about the person's personality and and their kind of aesthetic, like it's. You know, yeah, I think you exactly. can still learn from somebody, even if you have a different aesthetic. But I think it just it can really accelerate the process and, and yes. just to be have the similar kind of values, I guess, as well. Like, you know, if somebody's into, you know, just go and buy everything, you know, like I, I'm never about that. And I think, you know, to actually trying to work with what you've got is, is such a good skill. And whereas somebody might have a different approach. So if you really understand the way that somebody approaches something, it, it's um it's really invaluable yeah um, absolutely. and i'd love to know who so so who were the people who um the people you went to see in berlin because we can include include that in the the show notes as well who are they oh anna kor and simone, oh yes yes I'm... and simone uh Olish, i think you could pronounce her surname like that i'm not sure yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, fantastic yeah, yeah. fantastic uh, teachers uh, fantastic yeah. eigers yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah i was saying that your master class was great because i i really did improve a lot and you know what i actually it's not only the styling skills that i improved but my confidence uh i you know i don't know if you remember in one of the emails i one time i said when do I know when I'm ready? <laughs> and, I, and you were like, you are ready. I mean, uh, and ready, when I say ready, I mean, I'm ready for um, throw myself um, out there and have real clients, you know, yeah. and not just styling for myself and for my IG. And, and so uh, actually, Another thing uh, that is thanks to your masterclass is my website, uh, because I remember that you always encourage us to uh, to to showcase our pictures uh, that we were taking during our assignments. And I'm I'm telling you, I'll tell you another thing. Like two years before I did your masterclass, I bought my domain, and I always said. 
okay, I think I, I should have a website. Uh, I should do something. And for two years, I did nothing. I just keep paying this domain <laughs> with no <laughs> reason. Uh, but, you know, it was meant probably to just hang in there and find the right time for me. And, and that was the right time. And, and, I, and really, um, it, it really came uh, um, to, to use for me when actually uh, the first clients approached me. I said, oh, thank God I did the website. <laughs> thank <laughs> you to Natalie also. That, and, and, it, and it wasn't just actually the, the picture I took during your masterclass. Uh, when I went through my folders, I found so many pictures that I took uh, over the years, but you know, probably not meant to to share on IG, but they were still good. So, and they're there on showcasing on my website. So, yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's. I mean, one of the things that I think is so good about doing courses, and and I do courses myself, is that it really does force you into action. Whereas it's very easy to, like you say, for two years, just to kind of, you know, oh, soon, I'll do it soon. Yeah, I know I've got to do it. I know I've got to do it. Yeah. But when you actually, you know, invest and kind of pay the money to do a course, then you feel more invested in actually getting something out of it and making it the best that it can be. So I completely yeah. get that. So yeah. since then, the course, you have, as you mentioned, you have kind of taken on some clients. So um, so how did that all evolve and, and what what sort of work have you been doing? Um, okay, so right after the masterclass, I continue to, uh, to, to, to do my IG. And well, you know, my IG was only um, for myself. I actually, over the years, I have collaborated with so many brands. And so I was already styling and shooting for them. Uh, but it, it was, uh, you know, just confined in, in, in the social media platform. And actually how I got clients in real life, uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean that somebody uh, reached out one day, it was somebody that uh, I already knew, and, and he asked me, would you take clients for interior styling um, and I of course said uh, absolutely because I you know I what I was doing on my IG I was collaborating with brands but not local brands so basically was from all over the world but um, not uh, Thai brands um, and so this one was uh, yeah, was how I got clients, and I was introduced introduced to um, to to basically decorate um, decorate their homes, um, and and now it's it's been uh, um, since last summer. Um, actually, you know, uh, funny to say, but uh, Corona was kind of a lucky time for me because usually during summertime. I'm never in Thailand. I go back home uh, in Italy. And so last year I was stuck here. And that's how basically job opportunities keep coming <laughs> just because I was stuck here. And yeah, 
And, and so I wonder, because I do have um, some students who do the course or, you know, sort of reach out to me who are an expat living in another country. So how do you, if you're doing, you know, somebody's home or, you know, even sort of styling your own home, I mean, obviously I realize now, you know, there is so much that you can get by online shopping, but do you try and work with, with local companies as well? Or how, you know, how do you kind of um, source things when you're working on interior projects as an expat in a sort of another country? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's not possible to just buy online and to source from abroad because uh, Thailand anyway has still very high import taxes. So every time it's um, it's um, like, let's say, 80% local. And maybe, you know, if you want something uh, unique or... For example, last year I was styling this apartment um, and the style of the apartment was all Scandinavian. Uh, you know, we, we can find a lot of uh, Scandinavian furniture here, but if you want that, um, that decorative item, then you have to buy online. And so uh, we, we kind of balance uh, because in, term, in terms of cost, of course, you, you, you can't spend a fortune to just buy and bring in. Um, and so, yeah, we, we, we do, we, I do a lot, I work a lot with um, local brands. Uh, like right now, I'm following a new project and it's only local. There's not import at all that's great though isn't it you know that you yeah, can do that yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know thailand it's um it's a uh, great such great country for you can source anything and um they have um great artisans and whatever you want to custom made is there available for you um mm. so it, it it's really really great yeah. And so one of the things that I, I think, you know, you do really well is um, you're, you know, you use, you've got a really beautiful feed on Instagram. And I guess maybe all of those years of blogging helped hone your eye perhaps a little bit, but how can you just share a little bit about what you choose to share on Instagram in terms of, you know, the types of images, the types of spaces, mm um you know sharing photos of of yourself sometimes i know lots of people struggle with that and um yeah can you just sort of share a little bit about how you use instagram and how it helps you um yeah you you know instagram is been uh it's been changing since i started because before it was um something that you really take a photo and share, uh, not really thinking about styling great things behind a picture. And also uh, it was more on my uh, family lifestyle at the beginning. Uh, so it was also easy to take picture of my kids. Um, sometimes they, they were of course, uh, post that I style because I have to showcase products uh, or a new brand. Uh, but 
now it's um, for me it's different also because I, I grew um, as a photographer uh, I grew as a stylist so um, I kind of want really that perfect picture uh, because I for me Instagram um, has to be a place where I share beauty and it's um, it, I think it's always been like that for me uh, not re not really raw moments or messy moments of my life I, I have those one every day so I keep it for my for myself uh, but I, I I I love Instagram as a creative outlet, and so I really don't mind to look at, at someone else's house when it's really well styled. Mm, you know, sometimes that um, I have uh, read comments in other accounts that like, uh, how can you have your house always like that? Why do you don't share uh, real life? But, you know, everybody decides to do what. It wants to do with their own accounts and i for example i'm a person that i prefer to see beauty and uh, on on this platform and so that's how i uh, structure my instagram and um, and i also now i think you need to be uh, you you have to think about what you write uh, so you have to curate more your captions as well. So I try uh, to uh, to give tips, to give uh, interior tips, styling tips, and probably some sometimes also photography tips. And yeah, so that's how I use my my Instagram to to be um, online portfolio for me. Um, to showcase and, and and because also I I give my Instagram handle to clients to have a look. I invite them to say, if you want to know me better and know my style, just have a look at my Instagram. Because I, I also give my website, but you know the website it's uh, just a static uh, portfolio, right? So you can get the idea of of your aesthetic. Uh, in a professional way, but Instagram give you that insight into the person you are, um, so it's more uh, real for 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 some reason, right? Uh, so yeah. I found it, I found it more complete. If you wanna know me, not just as a professional, but uh, also as a human being. <laughs> You you come to my Instagram and see. Yeah, no, I completely get it, and it, it sort of yeah, it feels more more real, and people I think get a better idea as well of like how you might even work and what your your approach to work is, and exactly. yeah, all of those yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you um, do you use filters or do you um, just edit in? images individually like because obviously you've got a very strong visual aesthetic on your feed no i don't use filters um i i told you now i grew as a photographer so i i shoot in raw 
I shoot with uh, a real camera and then I do the post-production on Lightroom. Um, so yeah, it, I'm very happy that I found my own uh, uh, photography style. So I don't, I don't rely on filters anymore. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, they're, they're very beautiful. So are you Thanks. adjusting the, a little bit though, things like the contrast and... Yeah, 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 absolutely. I do the editing on Lightroom. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I balance the, the white uh, and then uh, highlights, uh, shadows, exposure and yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that definitely looks beautiful. And so what about now, like in terms of how how you structure your days and your weeks um you know i presume your children are they're still at school is that right yeah yeah they're in school uh you know um i'm such a bad planner <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean i do um plan my week and my days so i know what's going on in, during the week and the things i have to do but i'm not that um kind of uh, obs obsessed the um so yeah um i i do i of course do everything uh try to do everything in the morning and then if i have time during the afternoon before the kids uh come from school um i will try to uh, sh shoot uh, my home for my ig but sometimes when I'm I'm really busy, I, I don't I don't really have time to to plan that the shooting in between, um, so it, it it really depends. I I just look I just live week by week and then I plan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes you know there's beauty in the spontaneity of that. Um, so yeah. I've got some questions here to ask you. They're just sort of general questions that I ask everybody. So just whatever kind of comes to mind, um, we'll go, go through some of those. Um, okay. That's always one of the last things that I do. So which five words best describe you? Okay, I would say determined, um, creative, definitely daydreamer. Uh, introvert and unfortunately stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can relate to some of those, don't worry. Okay, good. <laughs> what's, the <be> <laughs> what's the best life or career lesson you've learned? Well, you know, in Italy we say all the roads bring to Rome. And um, I really, um, this really describes me because, you know, it, it means that um, you can take the short way or you can take the, the long way. Both, they will end up at the same place. And I am totally the classical example that it took such a long journey to, to get where I am now. Um, and, and for me, that one is a life lesson because it means like not always everything has to come straight forward. So it's not like, okay, I went to study interior design and then I, I was straight working 
uh, out of the school straight working into the industry. For me, it wasn't like that. And, and that, it doesn't mean if you don't do that, you, you will not get there. You know what I mean? Um, so uh, before um, heading in my way to Rome, uh, I, I passed mountains, I passed rivers, I passed seas, but I eventually got there. And so I basically found my way along the way. And if I look back, um, probably I wouldn't want it any other way. It, for me, all the events that happened in my life, um, they were great events that uh, took me by hand and um, walked me along the path. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I, and I love the way that Italians explain things. It's yeah. always so poetic. It's so beautiful. Thank yeah. you. Um, so what's your proudest career achievement so far? Okay. I don't, I don't know if I even can talk about career, actually. <laughs> but uh, I have to say that I don't have one particular um, achievement, but I have many small ones uh, and for me those proud moments uh, were when every time I was doing something uh, like um, for example my blog um, I got featured so many times in blogs or in magazines um, or in other uh, people accounts and, and for, for me, those were proud moments. Uh, probably one that I recall and I'm really the proudest is uh, when um, I showed uh, my kids for uh, um, the first issue of a Korean lifestyle magazine. Um, and so that was, I, I still have the magazine. I, that was, I think, four years ago, something like that. So that really is a proud moment to see your own kids and your own picture on uh, a, on the first issue of this uh, family magazine. I couldn't read a word because it's all in Korean, <laughs> but, but I know what we were talking about because it was kind of an interview to my kids um, that I sent in English and then they translated. Uh, and probably another proudest moment is now, um, that I'm uh, the project I'm following now is um, it's the the construction of a um, rental home, a luxury rental home, and um, and I uh, am there not only to curate the interior styling, but also directing the visual creative concept. So this one is really probably one of my biggest uh, moments right now. So I can't wait. I'm, I'm slowly sharing on, on my IG and I can't wait to show the final, um, the final result that we, it will be, I think, uh, end of June. We should be done with this beautiful villa because it's, um, the concept is so beautiful. It's a um, villa uh, built in a 
historical part of Bangkok and it's on the river. So it, it has, it comes with a story. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to be part of, of this project. Yeah, I've loved seeing the little snippets that you've been sharing with that. Yeah. Um, what's been your best de- best decision? Gosh, I struggle with that word sometimes. <laughs> what's been your best decision? Uh, definitely invest money and time in something that improved tremendously my skills, and that is photography and um, styling. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Who inspires you? Uh, you know, all the greatest and timeless designers and architects of the past, especially those belonging to the mid-century. I have a, a huge passion for those designs and I'm, I'm really amazed how still today, uh, something that they design in the 50 or in the 60s, they're still produced and they're still so iconic. And so, yeah, the, those designers for me are definitely um, my big inspiration. What are you passionate about? You know, it could be in general or, yeah, anything. What are you passionate about? Um. I'm, I think I'm, I'm really passionate about creating interiors and home that are not only beautiful, but also livable. Um, so I really love to combine the aesthetic and functionality. And, and this is also how I approach my client. I always say, we, you want to buy beautiful, beautiful furniture, but Let's not only uh, buy those. I mean, let's not have that showroom look. I hate when I, you know, when a home is just look like a showroom that you took furniture from a shop and you put it in your place. No, I like to to create beauty, but also um, furniture that tells a story, and so they they are really things that you really will use in your everyday life. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree completely. What dream do you still want to fulfill? Uh, This is a big one. I don't think I will ever fulfill this, but, you know, I would love to see my interior photographs on interior magazines. But I know it's um, this one is going to be, uh, it has to be a long way, um, and it's not an easy path. Um, but yeah, that is really a big, big, big dream. Probably more than I, styling houses. I think you can do it. I just need to put you in contact with the right people. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you reading? Are you reading any books or design books at the moment? Uh, look, I have four books <laughs> on my side table that I keep rotating, and so I, I'm, I'm very in a very slow pace. I'm, I'm sometimes, you know, at nighttime. I'm so tired; I don't have the power to read. But I have these four books, and it's um, one is just kids, 
uh, by Patti Smith. Um, oh, yes, that's good. Yeah, and the other one is The Year of Magical Thinking by um, Joanne Didion. I, I, I love her. Oh, yes, I've read that. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah, I love her. And then I have this small booklet um, about the life of Henri Cartier-Bresson. Uh, so that I, I like to to read from time to time. Uh, it's it's all about his career as a photographer. Um, and then I have this uh, the Baron in the Trees uh, by Calvino. That it's um, sometimes I catch up with with it, this one too. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there's some good books there. I always have like yeah half a dozen on my bedside table that I kind of rotate depending on. Yeah, uh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What podcasts are you listening to? Do you listen to any and what are some of the ones that you enjoy? Absolutely. I I told you I'm a a podcast listener. So (laughs) I have many actually that I listen at least once a week. Well, you know, of course, uh, I listen to your imprint uh, for every time I need the, the slow home and sustainability fix i come and listen to your episodes they're really great i i I really love your podcast um then i listen to design time by domino magazine uh for everything about design yeah and also uh i love their interviews from the masters uh it's really really great um then I listen to More Than One Thing by Athena Calderon because you know who doesn't love Athena Calderon and her style. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have another great one, Scandinavian Mind, that I found out recently. And he's on uh how lifestyle and technology intertwine in in every field, so that can be fashion design or publishing or gaming or and so on and i really love the interviews uh, but other than that this is a more like design related other than that i listen podcasts on parenting or like um, there's another one called uh, courage and spice if i'm not wrong and it's about your self-doubt and um, okay so and- what, what's that one called Courage, courage and spy. Courage and spies, if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Okay. You'll have to send me the, the link. To I, that I one. will, I will. It's um, yeah. it's nice. Yeah. 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 No, you sound like yeah, like you me. You listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, <laughs> I do, I do. Fi- yeah, no, it's all good. I also and finally... listen about politics actually. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Italian politics or um, general it's, world it's politics? Actually, no, it's a particular one. It's an Italian uh, journalist that talks about American politics and how to, ah. yeah, it, it, it's um, how to understand uh, what it is behind the American politics. It's so interesting and I love it. And I listen in, in Italian, so it makes it also easier for me. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. And finally, what piece of advice would you give to your younger self? Okay, probably a few years ago, 
I will say uh, to myself to go and study architecture. Um, but then if I look at myself now, um, you know, I, I think architecture, I, I love it uh, because the process to design a home, but it's also uh, very technical. Um, if you if you know what I mean, uh, like interior mm. styling is more creative. So probably I am more for a creative rather than technical drawings and you know everything that comes uh, with being an architect. So I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have any advice for my younger self. I think I, I I'm very happy with the journey that. Um, I've done by far so yeah no that's a good place to be definitely yeah yeah thank you so much um for for taking the time out to to cross uh time zones and all of that sort of thing to be able to make this conversation happen it's so yeah. uh, great to to hear learn a little bit more about your story and um yeah I always think it's interesting to when you sort of know people through Instagram and social media and, you know, and obviously you get a little bit of an insight, but it's never long form. And, and that's what I really enjoy about these interviews is when you get a chance to sort of learn a little bit more in depth about, you know, the journey that people have been on and, and how they came to be where they are today. Um, so, yeah, I've really loved it. Thank you. Absolutely. I, I agree. I love podcasts. I listen to them. So uh, it's a great insight to, 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 to know people and to listen to them. So thank you so much for having me, Natalie. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed listening to Nicoletta and more about her story. Don't forget that if you enjoyed this episode to subscribe, rate and review and maybe share it with a friend who might enjoy it too. All of the links and info you need to access for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast and the people of the Bunjalong Nation where it was recorded. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton and you've been listening to Imprints.